Hey everyone, if you know me, you know that I've been investing in precious metals for many, many years. Once I realized that private banking cartels could drastically manipulate currencies, putting my family savings in jeopardy, I decided to take matters into my own hand and diversify our savings strategy. This is why I buy physical silver and gold and invest in metals through our Roth and 401k. And I only invest with Colonial Metals Group. CMG is the exclusive sponsor of The Shannon Joy Show, and they're helping me set up a safe and secure self-directed IRA where I have access to my assets no matter what the stock market or, for that matter, the government is doing. Let the team of experts at Colonial help you protect your family's future with an extra special offer just for the SJ audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver just for the SJ audience. Join me today and take back your power. Secure your wealth with Colonial Metals Group. And welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. We're broadcasting from the Joy Virtual Studio right here in the beautiful Finger Lakes region of New York State. It is so good to be with all of you today. It is Thursday, February 1st, almost the end of a very, very busy broadcast week. And I'm just so glad to be live once again right here on Rumble. If you're watching on Rumble, please do us a favor. Smash that like button. Give us a thumbs up. Throw a comment on the live chat or in the comment section that helps us with the algorithm and helps this little independent show to grow. If you guys are watching right now on Twitter, so glad to be with all of you as well. We are live on Twitter. Again, a retweet and a comment always helps us out and supports the show. For those of you watching on Spreely, Roku TV, and Apple TV, welcome to the show. Of course, those of you who listen on every podcast platform imaginable, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, you name it. Thank you guys. The comments help. The five-star reviews help. And again, uh, we need your support in order to grow these platforms. We've been doing this for 10 years and lots of big developments and changes this year as the show grows. So thank you to all of you. You guys are amazing. For those of you who support the show at theshannonjoy.com with your monthly contributions. Once again, we could not do it Without you, amazing, we reach almost 100,000 eyes and ears every single week with this little platform that could and couldn't do it without all of you. Bringing the truth to you every day outside of the mainstream news media, outside of conservative news media, outside of Con Inc. and Bizarro Con, this is where you're going to come to get analysis that is real and genuine and based in truth. I don't always get everything right, but you know I mean what I said. So let's go to the live chat and say hello to those of you. We have a big, big show today, an amazing grassroots organizer and activator out of New Hampshire. Her name is Melissa Glazik, and she is blowing the whistle and alerting parents to really, really nasty, nasty developments in public schools. They are not backing down. If anything, they are pressing the pedal to the metal. And the federal government is now funding health clinics in public schools across the United States of America, dumping money on those systems so they can seize your kids. And when parents object, they're calling CPS on them. The headlines are unbelievable. We're going to go through some of them. And Melissa is going to explain to us, every parent watching right now, make sure you turn up the volume, share this with everyone you know, because your kids could be targeted 
next. And it's not just transing kids. It's giving them medication. It's providing surgeries. It's dental care, health care, birth control, abortion, counseling, you name it. This could happen in your public school without your knowledge. And then it's too late. So this is a clarion call to every grandparent, every parent out there. Listen up. They're coming for your kids. Let's go to the live chat and say hello to everyone who is chatting today. We have Nug202 who says, howdy. Vendana, again, good morning. Great show yesterday. Something new every day. That's right. I'm learning new little skills in this genre of self-production every single day. And you guys are with me, the good, the bad, and the ugly. When I mess things up, the audio doesn't work. This time I had Melissa come in early and we did some troubleshooting on the audio at 1030. So I've learned that proper planning and planning ahead makes the show run smoother every day. Also practice as well. So I'm doing all of the YouTube tutorials and the Rumble tutorials and getting training as much as I can. And uh, yeah, we're just going to get better and better. Okay. Share this with everyone. You know, who else do we have? Dino Fun. Hi, Dino. How are you? We have CJP Rumble, of course. And Ibdeb. All right. That's your uh, your Rumble. Hello, Shannon from Homeschooling Grandma right here. Okay. Awesome. So we have some people who are interested in what is going on in public schools. I have been very interested in what is going on in public schools. I have three children in public school and uh, have been reporting on the federal takeover of public, parochial, private schools across the United States of America, red state and blue, for 10 years. And it started with Common Core. That's where I cut my teeth in a lot of uh, the politics of the day. That's when I learned about the unibrow, both political parties in on it, and really taking these large global plans and implementing them locally through your local infrastructure. And in this case, the schools, the schools are the avenue that the federal government can, number one, seize children, but also seize and sabotage and suppress parents as well, because they hold your kids Captive, <clears throat> captive, eight hours a day, five days a week, 150 days a year, a huge impact and influence on the lives of every American. And it's a way for them to wield power and to indoctrinate. And for those of you who are homeschoolers or private schoolers and you think you're safe, just remember they are building an army in public schools. And one of the reasons that we are here today. One of the reasons the American people are so ignorant about their rights and the Constitution and what's really going on in the United States of America is because they've been indoctrinated and dumbed down in public schools. So it impacts everyone, even people who don't think they are impacted by what happens in public schools you are. So we need to focus in on this. And Melissa Blazik has been reporting for quite some time. Again, she is an activist. We're going to bring her into the Joy virtual studio right now. Melissa, welcome to the show. So glad that you're here with us today to talk about a few topics. Yo, I'm ready to go. (laughs) Amazing. Let me introduce you guys to Melissa. I'm going to turn her volume up just a little bit. She is a former New Hampshire state representative. She's the executive director of Rebuild NH, New Hampshire. That's rebuildnh.com if you want to check them out. She, it's a grassroots activi- activism group that focuses on parental rights, health freedom, 
education freedom and emergency powers reform. In fact, Melissa wasn't even involved in politics before COVID-19. She, like so many of us, became an accidental activist in the dark days of COVID-19. And as I was raging against COVID in my own way here in New York State, Melissa was raging against COVID lockdowns in her home state of New Hampshire, but she has become nationally connected now, and she is a force to be reckoned with. Melissa, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you don't know me that well, but I I, li- I listen to your show a lot, and I I think that we are we're we're like two peas in a pod, you and me. <laughs> That's right. And yesterday we were on together an amazing money bomb on Twitter that was put together by Robert Salvador, great uh, Florida warrior and DeSantis supporter. Tom Massey is being attacked by MAGA operatives and rhino Republicans in his home state of Kentucky for the sin of supporting Ron DeSantis in the presidential primary. And so they are now sicking on Tom Massey, a a challenger. And so a lot of DeSantis supporters are coming together. He There was a money bomb a couple days ago. I think they raised $40,000. Yesterday, Melissa, $20,000 was raised in just a couple hours with this Twitter money bomb, all small dollar donations. What did you think about that? Tom Massey was on the spaces. I was on the spaces. Steve Dace joined us. It was amazing. But what did you think? Yeah, no, and they had great guests on, and he was bringing in other congressmen. And here's the shame, and 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 really one of the sins of what MAGA has become is that a lot of people who support MAGA they agree with us on issues, right? They are with us in all of these things. They think that Congress is ineffectual. They think that Congress doesn't fight for them. Well, Thomas Massey is one of the only people who fights for us, okay? Bob Good is one of the only people who fights for us. Uh, Chip Roy is one of the only people who fights for us. That's right. MAGA, the machine or the grift of MAGA has uh, put up challengers for these people, the best fighters that we have in Congress. And um, now a Chip Roy, I believe he does not have a challenger only because, and Trump was true socialing about this, um, he he missed the deadline, okay, mm-hmm. uh, to file for somebody. But um, so they're trying to put up rhino challengers to the few good fighters that we have just because they don't support Donald Trump for president. And this is the point. This is why, you know, and people are like, Shannon, why are you on Trump all the time? Why are you always exposing MAGA? And the reason that I do this is because they are taking out the best among us, the few conservatives left. And this is not new, Melissa Blasek. This was happening in 2016 in the first few months of the Trump presidency. Who did he go after first? Not Mitch McConnell, not Nancy Pelosi, not any of the Democrats, Chuck Schumer or the Rhinos. No, he went hard and harder against Ted Cruz, Mike Lee in the Freedom Caucus. And he eviscerated them, destroyed them and took them out within one, probably within six months at the beginning of his presidency. And I watched it happen in real time. The best among us. This is the danger of MAGA and this is the danger of Trump. He's a Democrat. He is and always has been a liberal Democrat. His mission is to repackage liberal Democratism and progressivism and dump Republican sounding slogans on top of it and the razzle dazzle and a lot of of I hate, you know, all these Democrats, but then serve to Republicans and conservatives progressive um, 
platforms, progressive agenda items and bills and, and make them eat it. And that's what he does. And this is why I rage against, I don't care about Donald Trump. I don't no, care. It's because of controlled opposition. It really the truest definition of a controlled opposition because they have people fooled. So we've had, you know, sort of the establishment uniparty Bavario ever and all this kind of stuff, but the real conservatives, they understood that's what they were. Okay. Right. Now they're being duped into yeah. believing that they are supporting the people who are fighting against the establishment when they are supporting the establishment. It's right. been repackaged in such a way that unfortunately a lot of average Americans are just completely fooled by the whole thing. Um, so yes, the truest definition of controlled opposition, which is why we have to support people like Thomas Massey. Um, this is not his first time that he has been primaried by a Trump candidate. Of course he did act when he opposed the, was the only vote to oppose the CARES Act. Um, which, which well, and remember, let's go back in time. And I'm glad that you reminded me of that, Melissa. The the CARES Act, this was in, in the dark days of 2020, March of 2020, when every single Republican had hunkered down. They had battened down the hatches. They were locking down, masking up, waiting for the vaccine. And Tom Massey was the one guy. He went to Washington, D.C., forced a vote. He was the only no vote in the nation on the CARES Act, which was a $2 trillion stimulus package, which actually led to Trump's demise because uh, it enabled the, the mail-in voting and the mail-in balloting. But Donald Trump called Massey after that and just raged at him, absolutely raged at him and tried to pressure him. Massey didn't back down. And, you know, this is the, but, but see, again, Melissa, I don't want to be locked down again. And Trump has never said that he won't do it again. And he's very proud of what he did. And I have a long memory. And you remember how terrible those lockdowns were. And I remember how terrible those lockdowns were. And so this is the, it's the short memory of the electorate aided and abetted by Con Inc. and Bizarro Con and Fox News that are leading us now down this path again following the Pied Piper off the cliff to the pits of hell. And it really frustrates me. I didn't mean to, to cut you off, but. No, 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 I, I completely agree with everything you said. And think about, okay, so I advocate for, you know, for and against legislation. If I get my way and the bill goes the way I want to, I just take a win in my column and I move right. on. The fact that he was, Trump was such a raging narcissist that he had to go after the only vote against his bill, right? Now, and that's on top of the point that, of course, Thomas Massey ended up being the only person who was right. He right. was completely correct. This was the money that was we were going to hang ourselves with. And that is exactly what happened. You know, in New Hampshire, we've made a ton of reforms to state of emergency legislation uh, and laws. And, and regardless of what state you live in, um, you should go and see what your state of emergency laws are. And since COVID, because a lot of them were not well tested for things like viruses. Um, ours had never been tested at all because we don't have like a propensity for any kind of natural disasters or anything. Um, but go and see what they are. Have any reforms been made at your state level? It actually isn't as many states as you would think, especially the deep red states. Right. Like ones where things kind of went a little bit better for people. They just kind of let it go. But what happens about what's what's next time looking like, right? Because this now that they know they can do these, I mean, right? You're in New York, you you understand that uh, they keep making state of. Did they make a state of emergency for like snow the other day? We're probably under a state of emergency, right? We have a perma emergency in New York State, and that's really what they want in every state because. When you're under a state of emergency, your constitutional rights, your natural rights, common sense and sanity all goes out the window and they can do anything they want to you. 
Yes. Right now, today in New York State, if Kathy Hochul declares a public health emergency and a state health commissioner decides that I am a threat to the public health emergency or to the health of other New Yorkers, whether it's with my voice or my breathing or my maskless face, you name it, they can send an armed police officer, the SWAT team, to my house. They can seize me out of my bed in the middle of the night. They don't need a warrant. They don't need a judge. All they need is the order of a health official from New York State. And then they can detain me for as long as they want, 60 days, 90 days, 120 days, 364 days, you name it. They can do it. They don't have to provide me with an attorney. They don't even have to provide me with a phone call home to let my loved ones know where I am and how I'm doing. They can inject me with anything they want. They can administer medical uh, care to me against my will, anything. This is what is on the books per the regulations in New York State today. And this is coming to a state near you. To your point, there are regs like this in red states as well. I've done shows on it. It's insane. And they haven't held them back disease laws. So every state has uh, an infectious disease law. And um, New Hampshire's is RSA 141C. I know it very well. And it's crazy. They are usually quite old. They've been added on to many, many times. But there can be things that they could dig up that haven't been used in 100 years that are pretty scary in some of these. So yeah, New York has gone to another step further where their quarantine laws don't require any due process. Um, and that is a human rights violation. You have to be allowed uh, due process. Um, so Absolutely. you can go and make sure that you have the right to uh, object. You have the right to an attorney. You have the right to be quarantined in your home versus forcibly removed from your home that you don't right. have to be forcibly treated. Um, these are These are the things that I feel like people don't get into the details of why what occurred occurred to us, right? Right. Uh, During COVID. Yeah. Well, you know, New York state does have quarantine laws and they're built in with protections. They are, they have to prove you have the the disease to begin with. Mm -hmm. It has to go in front of a judge. Uh, There is a limited time frame. Um, You know, they're all, the quarantine laws in New York state are actually decent. They probably go further than I would like. It's the regulations that were enacted during the emergency order that are the, that, act as the law in New York state and Bobby and Cox fight like fought like hell to get those uh, deemed unconstitutional. She won a lower court judge uh, did say that they were unconstitutional and uh, could not be enforced, but uh, an appellate, uh, an appellate court panel uh, basically ripped that away. So as of today, so this is how, this is why you guys do need to be embedded in what is going on in your state. And you can never believe that because you're in a red state, you're safe. And this is something that we are going to talk about today on the Shannon Joy Show. We're going to go to break in a minute, but I'm just going to give you a couple headlines that have come across my Twitter feed in the past week. Melissa contacted me last week with some very disturbing news about how the feds are diligently and quickly working to install health clinics. I mean, in invasive health clinics in public schools across the United States of America. And they've already done it in many states. So she's going to blow the lid on all of that when we come back. But these are just a couple of the headlines. In New York State, our good friend Michael Kane, who is with Teachers for Choice, put this out on his Substack. New York Democrats now sponsor publicly 
proudly a bill that would allow surgeries to occur on minor children without parental consent or knowledge. And the schools are involved in that. In Maine, a dad objected to Zoloff being sent home with his teenage daughter prescribed to her by a doctor in a school health clinic only to have them sick CPS on him when he complained, threatening his relationship with his daughter and even his his custody of his daughter. In Montana, just recently, a Montana family loses custody of their teenage daughter after expressing opposition to her gender transition within the school system. She is now, they believe, I think as of today, they're planning to take her to Canada. I mean, they have seized this girl from her parents. It's unbelievable. And even in terms of the of the vaccine schedule, Daniel Horowitz, with a really important op-ed in The Blaze, the reckless vaccine culture runs rampant with them now adding RSV to the childhood vaccine schedule along with COVID-19. They won't stop. And again, I'm going to go back to this because I get it all the time from you people. Why are you still talking about Trump? Why are you still ta- talking about Trump? Because they're not stopping. They're not even slowing down. The pedal is so hard to the metal right now, and we can't talk about it because Trump is the nominee for the Republican Party. And the Republicans won't talk about it because no one wants to talk about COVID anymore because that's what the pollsters and the consultants tell them. Very convenient for the people who did this to us. So if you ask me why I'm going to focus on Trump, this is why. Because my children are at risk. Your children are at risk and they can do this again to us anytime and they can do it harder and they will do it harder. And I will tell you this, if Trump is in office and he has the presidency, people will go along with it. Republicans and conservatives will go along with it again because there is such a cult-like worship of this individual. That's why I go after it. That's why, because I don't want this to happen again. And I know that Melissa is fighting like hell in her state as well. When we come back, we're going to give the mic to Melissa to tell us about what is going on with the the federal program to install health clinics in probably every public school across the United States of America. If they can get away with it, they will use that to take your children. Make no mistake. We'll be back in a moment right here on the Shannon Joy Show. Thanks for listening to the Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. As you all know, the Joy family is super sporty. We all play volleyball. The kids are playing beach volleyball in the summer, high school volleyball in the fall. And right now we are traveling across the country almost every weekend, different city every weekend, playing club volleyball. And uh, the kids need good nutrition. Very difficult to be healthy on the road. Sometimes they're playing you know, up to five games a day, 10 games in a weekend, And they need the vitamins and minerals. They need the nutrition. And I'm so thrilled to partner up with Field of Greens so that they can get all of the vitamins and the nutrients and the nutrition that they need to supplement their regular diet and keep them full of energy and healthy on the court. Also, healing after these long tournaments is really important. And the product line over at Field of Greens is fantastic. It is an easy way to make sure that your family is getting the nutrients that they need all natural every single day. Go to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And plug in the promo code Shannon. You can check out their whole lineup of products. And if you put in that promo code Shannon, you'll get 
15% off your order. So we're super excited to partner up with them and looking forward to a super healthy, super healthy 2023. Hi, my name is Quinn Pittman. I grew up here in these Florida woods. I like to hunt and fish on our land in Osteen, Florida. When I was seven, I asked my parents if I could have a couple of milk coats so I can make cheese. I am 14 now and I have a small goat herd. My dad built this barn to keep my goats safe from the bobcats and coyotes that sometimes roam our land. I milk them every day before school. I love spending time with my goats. I make ice cream and milk for some of my friends that are allergic to cow's milk because every kid should be able to eat ice cream. I also make goat milk soap. It is better for your skin, it won't dry out, and it lasts a long time. I make it on my back porch with my mom. If you would like to try my soap, you can order it at qpgoatsoap.com. Place an order and we will make sure that you have fragrant, freshly cured goat milk soap in your home, just like we have in ours. Thank you so much to QP Goat Soap and the family over there, Dana Pittman, Quinn Pittman, amazing, amazing people. Just so you all know, Dana, I mean, I have the best advertisers on this program. Dana Pittman, who is the matriarch over at QP Goat Soap. When I have a, a big interview or, you know, you know, stuff coming up with the show, she'll send me text messages and, uh, you know, pray for me and pray for the show and pray for all of our listeners. And she sends me the nicest little letters and notes. And I just, I cannot believe how blessed I am to work with such amazing people. And it is an honor to promote their products. And they are amazing, amazing products. QP Goat Soap is the best soap in the country, bar none. I use it every day. Every single person in the Joy family household uses it as well, and you should too. So go to qpgoatsoap.com, qpgoatsoap.com, and make sure you use that promo code J-O-Y so that you get your 10% off. Melissa Blasek is with us today. Thank you so much, Melissa, for your deep dive on this very important topic. You can follow Melissa on Twitter. Her handle is at Melissa Blazek. That's B-L-A-S-E-K-N-H for New Hampshire on Twitter. And also her organization, Rebuild New Hampshire. And that is at Rebuild NH on all platforms. So you can follow their website, uh, Twitter, all the social media platforms. Let me hand this over to you. Again, I thank you for doing a deep dive on the school health clinics. It's something I've known about, I've been following, but parents don't really understand how dangerous, how incredibly dangerous this is. You do. Why don't you take the floor and explain to everyone what is going on across the country? So I'll be honest, I, I, I knew that they were sort of a general concept. I didn't know they were coming to a school near me until I saw this bill this year be introduced. And the bill was actually introduced by the only senators that my organization endorsed. Um, so it's an all Republican sponsored bill. And what the bill does, well, it actually took me quite a while to figure out what it was they did um what it what it enacted because um re the reality is yes these school clinics are already coming to new hampshire i believe we have three and a fourth one on the way and uh but what this bill does is it gives the legal framework essentially like a, like a nice little rubber stamp 
Um, here's the, the legislative approval, right? Mm-hmm. In addition, he has added a parental consent piece that is a one step above and beyond our current parental consent laws. We have pretty good parental consent laws already. They People have trouble following them. Last year, two children were vaccinated in public schools against the, without their parents' consent. This does happen uh, pretty much everywhere. Um, so I, I really, and that's in your sort of a traditional model of a health clinic and school, right? Where we're all quite used to there being a vaccine clinic, maybe. And these are temporary, right? Maybe mm-hmm. they bring in somebody from the outside. Maybe it's just the school nurse, right? But it's a very temporary situation. What we're talking about with these new school clinics being pushed by the federal government are full-scale diagnostic primary care units, all right? Hospital systems, doctor systems, these huge conglomerates, they are renting space in the public schools or adding on a new building to the public school to create these. So we're talking like a full doctor's office with surgical capabilities, literally the room with your your child's desk, okay? That's what we're talking about here. And people don't totally understand that how big the scope is. now, obviously, yeah, like I said, parental consent laws are, are violated all the time. So this is not a path that we should be going down. This is part of a federal program called Whole School, Whole Community, Whole Child. Mm-hmm. That is a scary, before. Yes, that is as scary as you think it is. It essentially is that they they want to create schools that handle everything about that child for you right? These are, they're called community schools. New Hampshire doesn't currently have any community schools, um, but there are, you know, a bunch of them and they don't just have primary care. They also have dental care. They also have mental health. They also have everything you could imagine in one building. Everything that you would do for your child in the community is being done in these schools when you're not there. Um, that main case that you brought up. So um, I, I know a, a, a little bit more detail on that. So this has been going on for two years. These all started during 2020, by the way. <laughs> Everything started during 2020. Um, well, and let's just pause for a moment, okay? Republicans introducing these bills in a Republican state. The, you know, this happening in New Hampshire, this happening federal legislation and funding, right? So the money from the feds that goes to the school districts to bring in these clinics, 2020, that is a Republican presidency. That was a bill passed by a Republican House of Representatives and rubber stamped by the Senate and signed by Donald Trump. Okay. So we got to understand, like people are so ignorant about this. They think, oh, it's just happening in New York state. It isn't. No. A lot of this is happening in red states, to your point. But let's talk about okay. uh, before I get into the main thing. Um, uh, if you're, you know, somebody in New Hampshire, this is SB three forty three, and uh, the argument from the sponsors at the moment is that there is nothing they can do to stop these clinics. That is not true. They are legislators. They write laws. They right. could certainly prohibit them. Um, and But the reality is they don't want to prohibit them. They actually think that these are a good idea. They think these social programs are a good idea. So um, that's really the motivation behind this. All right. And yes, they want to add parental consent. That's totally fine. They could have just added on to our per- established parental consent law instead of creating an entire new chapter in law to create legal framework for this terrible idea. Um, but moving on to the main case. So this girl for two years... Um, 
she was given three different forms of birth control. And then because she was on this like hormonal cocktail, you know, she mentally was not well. And then uh, she went to the mental health clinic and got um, Zoloft. She was clinically uh, diagnosed with depression and got Zoloft. Okay. Um, so yeah, she was oh, yeah. on four different medications that her parents did not know about on top of a psych evaluation and at this and physical exams. Oh my God. And word. her father oh, found out because he found, so she, this is what happens in these health clinics, by the way, folks, you go, their child goes to school that day, they go down to the clinic, they get their pills and then they go to class. So that was happening for two years and they would send her home with a baggie on a Friday for the weekend. And that's what the father found in her backpack was the baggie of the pills. Then he goes and complains and they, they called CPS because apparently, I don't know, it's child abuse to not want your child on three forms of birth control and Zoloft. Um, and he wanted her out of that school and he wanted to get her to another doctor and have a second opinion and all of that sort of thing. Apparently, according to the school, that is child abuse. Um, so yeah, the, this is the danger. So uh, my argument. Well, let's let's just bolster that a little bit. This is a case and I have the article right here. This was from the main wire. A Fairfield father said that a federally funded health clinic operating within Lawrence High School provided his mi minor daughter with a baggie of prescription antidepressants. That's the Zoloft. Eric Sack is the dad. And it was provided to her by the Bulldog Health Center, a school-based health center, SBHC. So the, that's what they that's the, the that's what they call them. That's probably what the legislation, a school-based health center in Lawrence High School. Um, after he withheld his daughter from school in objection to them prescribing drugs, someone at the school or the health clinic contacted the Department of Health and Human Services, DHHS. See how these, I mean, these these are monster Leviathan agencies. Um, the Office of the Child and Family Services, and they were tasked with in investigating the allegation. They showed up at his house, and this is something for you guys to know um, across the nation. If CPS shows up at your house, you do not have to let them in. You do not have to talk to them. If CPS ever came to my house and tried to get in my home, I would say, go back, go to a judge and get a warrant. I'm not talking to you. Send them away. Because what they do is they get in, they get information. They grilled him for three hours. CPS agent Dylan Wood grilled him and his family about him, his family, and individually asking questions about his firearms, where he keeps them, their family dynamics. This is in, they have no right to do that. As far as I know right now, and I, I have a lot of lawyers because <laughs> the state has come to my house and, you know, uh, threatened my kids and I'm not going to get into that. But that was during COVID. Um, they, CPS cannot enter your home. They cannot enter your home. Make them go back, make them get a warrant, make them get a judge. It's And then lawyer up. If it happens, immediately hire a lawyer. That's just my my um advice okay back to you melissa i just wanted to get people the deets on on this no, definitely, definitely. Yeah. um no um so when people say that you know we could do these this, this could be a nice idea even if you believe in this is just a blatant blatantly socialist program and it's crony it's a huge cronyist package um because these money 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 oh yeah 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 these health centers are are, are, are making tons of money off of the, the federal money here which by the way is going to dry up in three years so if your school has one of these and they're like oh well a federal grant is paying for it well in three years you're going to be paying for it FYI. <laughs> 
Okay. Every time, every time. Um, so, and, at, and, that, and I'm trying to get people involved in this because even if you don't have children, you're still a taxpayer and you're going to be on the hook for this new uh, socialist program. But even if you think that the, the socialist program is like a great idea or whatever, it is so obvious how they can be abused and mishandled. Just looking at that main case, right? They, that, they violated every parental consent law on the books in Maine during that case. It's, so, you know, there is nothing safe about these. There's no way to make them safe. I just caught a lobbyist in New Hampshire last week uh, admitting that they violate state law in public schools and don't uh, get parental consent in public schools for mental health evaluations. So, I mean, it, it there is nothing safe about these. You can't add safeguards. You just need to not have them. Right. Well, and in terms of a school vaccinating a child and not informing the parent, in terms of a school giving a child birth control and not informing a parent, in terms of a school providing any type of medical care and not telling a parent, this is very dangerous. What if there are side effects? What if there are allergic reactions? What if, if a parent is not knowledgeable of medical procedures happening to their children at school and the school is under no obligation to get their consent, gain their consent, and, you know, it's getting worse, Melissa. We'll go, when we come back, we'll look at this, this New York bill. I mean, they're just now go, they're just going now for erasing consent. E- even the meager consent laws that are, are right. violated on a regular basis are now being targeted by legislators. It and again, the apple. <laughs> right. Well, and this is my, this is my point. Like there's anyone out there who is a conservative or a Republican who is excited about this election season and thinking, number one, we can win it. And even if we win it, if they're going to do anything to change what they did to us, like all of the writing is on the wall. The Republicans are continuing to pass these bills and push them out or look the other way when Democrats do so, as is the case in New York state. And if you're in a red state, they're just going to barrel through it anyway. Yeah. Right. So this is like people they need to- the programs with the parental consent then they remove the parental consent it's it's like it's little steps here right they never go all in all at one time which is we really we have to be fighting these things tooth and nail from the very very start and not let them take hold we're going to go to break in a moment. Melissa Blazek is on Twitter. Her handle is at Melissa Blazek, B-L-A-S-E-K-N-H on Twitter. And you can follow her platform. It is rebuildnh.com. And she has a lot more for us. We're going to look at some of the other headlines and uh, talk about the federal packages and the federal funding and where the money goes and what's on the horizon. Because again, this is just the beginning. What we're telling you today is just scratching the surface. People need to get outside of the two-party political system and get knowledgeable about what's going on. Form your groups from the bottom up and fight this at the local level in your individual schools. Don't take the money. Don't take the grants. Uh, Get to your school board meetings. Stand up and speak out. That's where you can throw the wrench in this and stop it dead in its track, especially in red states. We have a big problem here in blue states, but you guys have every avenue to fight these in red states. We'll be back to talk about that with Melissa Blasek in a minute on the Shannon Joy Show. Hey, everyone. Just want to pause for a moment to thank our sponsors over at Shell Shock CBD. That is shellshockcbd.com. Make sure you use the promo code Shannon Joy for 10% off all of their products. We love this company, and I want to draw your attention today to a study that I found from 2014 published at NIH. This is a double-blind, randomized 
placebo-controlled parallel group study of THC CBD spray in peripheral neuropathic pain treatment. And in the conclusion of this study, they found, and I quote, these findings demonstrate that in a meaningful, a meaningful proportion of otherwise treatment-resistant patients, clinically important improvements in pain, sleep quality, and SGIC of the severity of their condition are obtained with the, C the THC CBD spray. So as you know, we've been talking about the medicinal benefits of CBD. I use a non-THC CBD product called Rackout from Shellshock CBD that has me sleeping like a baby. And there are more and more studies out there showing that CBD is a really great alternative for people who want to stay off pharmaceutical products. And that's why I love the folks over at Shellshock CBD. They have a whole variety of tinctures and creams and gummies and CBD products, both THC and non-THC, which is what I use, that are helping people to ease of a whole variety of problems, whether it's stress, anxiety, sleeplessness, or even pain. They have the topical cream called Topical Thunder that people swear by. The reviews are fantastic. And as I've mentioned, the Rackout gummies, which is what I use when I can't sleep. It's an amazing product. I would love for you guys to try it out. If you go to shellshockcbd.com, that's shellshockcbd.com, you can get some of their products, the gummies particularly, in sample packs so that you don't have to buy and invest in the whole product. You can try it out, see it if you like it. And as John Burke always says, if you are not completely satisfied, they always give you a 100% money back guarantee. That is how confident they are in their products over at Shellshock CBD. So please support the companies that support the Shannon Joy Show. Go to shellshockcbd.com right now today. Put in that promo code Shannon Joy and uh, begin to experience the benefits of the medicinal um, benefits of uh, shell shock CBD. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back everyone to the Shannon Joy show as always, uh, shell shock CBD.com promo code Shannon Joy for 10% off. They are coming for our kids. This is the headline. New York Democrats support get kids getting surgery behind parents' backs. Melissa Blazek is with us today in the Joy virtual studio. She has done a deep dive on all of this and uh, uh, is very knowledgeable of the ongoing push to put a healthcare clinic in every public school and probably parochial schools and private schools across United States of America. Once that happens, they have their hooks in your child, which means they have their hooks in you. Control the parent through the child. They're already doing so in not so blatant ways, but they're going for all the marbles and they are not taking the pedal off the metal. Melissa, you can follow her on Twitter. Her handle is at Melissa Blazik NH. And let me just read to you this bill in New York State and get your thoughts on this. New York Democrats support kids getting surgery behind parents' backs. This is put out on Michael Caine's Substack Teachers for New York Teachers for Choice. Assembly Bill A6761 completely eliminates parents' rights to know about what is being done to their children. Children of any age could be given drugs, including psychiatric drugs or psychotropic drugs vaccines, dental procedures, hospitalization, and surgery without parental knowledge or consent and allows Medicaid funds to pay for anything that is done to that child. This is simply the worst 
children's health bill ever. And normally when they do this in New York, Melissa, if it's a crazy bill, they have one super secret sponsor and he's really bashful about it and he doesn't really put it out there. This has multiple sponsors, multiple backers. Um, the bill, some are saying the bill only applies to homeless children or runaways, but that is a complete lie, says Michael Kane. It will apply to every child in New York State. And I assure you the public schools will be involved in this. The uh, assembly bill also has a companion bill, and that is S8342, sponsored by Rachel May in Syracuse. What are your thoughts on this? Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, I am so psyched to be working with the folks over at Colonial Metals Group. You guys know that I am all about personal empowerment, never living in fear or waiting for some politician to save you. Being at the whim of the stock market or the current administration does not make me feel safe or secure, but having a self-directed IRA where I can safely store physical gold and silver assets that have stood the test of time makes a lot of sense to me. Let the team of experts at CMG help you protect your family's future. Maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you're already in a 401k or an IRA, or maybe you're thinking about your parents' retirement. Regardless of your situation, Colonial Metals Group can help. We put together a special offer for this audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver. Don't sit around waiting for a politician to save you. Save yourself, protect your wealth, and call Colonial Metals Group today. Every time I think it can't get worse than it does, <laughs> I mean, what do you think you're in New York? What do you think the um, the chances are that this goes anywhere? Because I will say there have been some states that, so there's no age at all. It's just saying all children. Is that what, I, is that what I'm understanding? According to Michael Caine, and you know he's a, a political action group in New York State. He gets it right. He's aligned with Children's Health Defense uh, in a lot of the organizations here. He organizes a lot of the rallies. Yeah, this is every child. It's the worst health bill ever. And yet normally, so we've had bills like this that have been introduced into committee by some rando. Yep. And it's just to kind of establish a foothold, but it doesn't make it out of committee and they don't have sponsors. Very often you'll have an assembly bill, but they won't have a companion in the Senate. You'll have a Senate, mm -hmm. won't have a companion in the assembly. But in this case, if there are companion bills, bills yeah, that and, means that they're really going for it. Oh, and um, let me tell you, they have eight assembly co-sponsors, Amy Pollan, Jeff Dinowitz, Andrew Havisi, Linda Rosenthal, Chris Burdick, Harvey Epstein, Rebecca Seawright, and the Senate sponsor is Rachel May. It was brought by Karina Reyes. So this has, they are, they're putting their faces behind this. They're putting their names behind this. So right. this is not, yeah, this, this is one that will pass that I could see them at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So there have been states that have lowered the age just for vaccines, only for vaccines, not for like everything, um, to like 12. And they have been struck down by law, by, by court cases. Um, so I don't know how they think that this is going to carry water, but that is super scary. Um, 
this is, you know, I, this is the time where you get all your, your grassroots people out to go and oppose this. I always, you know, I, there's always the slippery slope argument, but um, on top of this just being absolutely insane, this idea that we think that children can consent to anything at all um, always just makes me think that we're going towards like pedophilia land, right? right. If children can consent to surgery, then right. what can they not consent to? Right. I, I, this bill is saying that there are no limits. There are no limits. I mean, it's a seizure. It's it's the state seizure of a child's body. Right. And what and that, happens to all those children? Because children are not capable of understanding their medical history or their medical right. What hmm. happens when they children die because of this? I mean, because hmm. they will, right? There are plenty of children with allergies and all sorts of different, you know, medical repercussions, complicated medical cases. Um, I was, you know, in a hearing last week for a parental consent bill that we are working to support, but um, there was a mother who came in and, and she was talking about her medically complex child who has eight different doctors. And there is no one doctor who knows every single thing about her. The only person who knows everything about her medical and her complicated medical history is her mother. Not mm. her, her mother. Okay. Mm. So, uh, yeah, absolutely bonkers. Wow. You know, this is, I, I want to, it, well, and, and there's obviously the power. The state wants the power. They they want to seize humans. They, they want to see our constitution shredded. I mean, it's a, it's a clear power play, but there's also money involved here. Can you talk about the money? So the federal government, um, is it this through HHS is providing the grants and there are more grants on the horizon. And this is big, big, big bucks for the pharmaceutical corporations, the hospital conglomerates. In fact, in this story, uh, the story that was written in the main wire on this dad whose daughter was giving Zoloft, um, you know, they at the very end, they said in 2021, Health Breach reported earnings of um, $11.3 million through its pharmacy program. So this is a program that provides pharmaceuticals and, and Zoloft in addition to carrying a black box warning, because it can increase the risk of suicidal ideation and behaviors in children, adolescents, and young adults over the age of uh, under the age of 24, um, is made by uh, Pfizer of of all the the pharmaceutical corporations. So it's you know th this is a pipeline. Mm -hmm. This is a money made. This is why you guys have to be very concerned about this. This is a money making pi pipeline. People are already making an, a, an enormous amount of money. And you know what happens, Melissa, when they get your kids sick, when they injure your child, when your child tries to commit commit suicide and need, you know needs to be treated for the rest of their life uh, because of complications, guess what? All of a sudden, they're in the system. They are locked in the health system for the rest of their lives when they develop adverse reactions to vaccines or adverse reactions to pharmaceutical products, right? right. This is, they are a moneymaker for the biomedical industrial complex for the rest of their lives. And if they can get their claws and their kids in the schools, then even better. This is disgusting. I know, I know. So these federal grants, I think long-term, I've been thinking about this. All states need to start thinking about how we're going to handle. So what the federal government does is they drip money into the schools like poison, okay? Um, really, on their own, there are lots of problems, but these little like federal poison grants um, are, I think, the biggest problem. How do we stop the federal money, right? And, and, and we're even just... So right now, this this particular grant, a superintendent can just apply for it. You mm -hmm. allow it. They don't need taxpayer permission. They don't even need school board permission. 
They could just do it. So um, how do we, we need to start doing something where these grants are, are being made available and, 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 and noticed to the public so that they understand what's happening. Because if you don't even know that it's happening, how can you fight back against it, right? Um, so long-term, I think we need to be looking into how to do that um, so that everyone knows so that they're aware that so that they can fight back before it happens. Um, but uh, this isn't the only, you know, type of program like this. This is just one of of many. Um, and like you were going all the way back to Common Core, right? Yeah. Um, and this is, and everyone also needs to understand. Oh, is the grants cronyism? Yeah, right? Melissa. The to your point though, to to give an example of what you just described. Yeah. Every public school in the United States of America took a measly, crappy little grant in exchange for turning their entire education system upside down and inside out and on top of its head, uh, destroying, uh, you know, literacy and and, you know, math what? skills. And you know what happened, though? And this is what's really interesting. It wasn't that much money. These were crap little grants. The grants yeah. ran out. The schools then were on the hook for implementing everything that they agreed to when they signed on for the grant. And here's the other dirty little secret. Most schools in the United States of America, the majority of them uh, only get between 20 and 30 percent of their annual operating budget and costs from state and federal grants. The lion's share of the money coming into most schools, not urban and poverty uh, centers and and not in some of the rural schools, but in the majority of schools, the 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 majority of the money is coming through local real estate taxes and business taxes levied. Meaning, your school's not going to go broke if you don't take the grant. And we've seen this. This has been proven by Governor Ron DeSantis. That has been a strategy of his administration in Florida is to give the mid middle finger to the federal government and to these agencies by declining the grants. Mm -hmm. So when mm -hmm. anyone tells you there's nothing we can do about it and we're going to have we're going to be break, we're not going to have any money. That's bullshit. That's complete bullshit. Yeah. Excuse my French. Go ahead. Yeah, no, uh, my, my goal for next year is to have a bill introduced um, to ban all prescribing and surgical capabilities in schools. Yeah. And yeah. What, what that'll do is that it poison pills the entire idea because they can't make money if they can't just prescribe pills. Really? Um, so um, that, that's going to be my goal for, for next year to kind of take care of these things. So yeah, when they say there's nothing they can do about it, yeah, there's plenty they can do about it. They don't want to. Um, so, <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah, great, great point. It's not a lot of money. We are selling our soul for like not a lot of money. And once these things get implemented, they never go away. And you brought up another interesting point um, as far as sort of the distraction from the original mission, right? I call We call this mission creep, right? So the original mission of public schools was to teach reading, writing, and arithmetic, right? okay? Well, we are failing. We are fundamentally right. failing at that. Yeah. The more we di uh, dilute education by moving away from that primary mission, right? We it, it has just gotten worse and worse and worse. The more we've added the cell and the, the all the different programs, the worse the outcomes have been of the primary mission. Yeah. Well, and now it's 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 outright dangerous. They they are they are a danger to our children. If you don't know that your child is being prescribed a, a, a prescription drug. An antidepressant. I mean, suicide ideation is a real thing when kids go off of an antidepressant. And if the parent isn't at home helping administer that and, and keeping an eye on the child, these are going to have tragic, tragic consequences. This is utterly 
utterly insane. When we come back, we're going to finish up. Melissa, you are a rock star. Thank you so much for all the work that, and the research that you're doing in New Hampshire. And again, we can't look at what's happening in these individual states in uh, you know as as just individual examples and, oh, that can never happen somewhere else. They These are all copycat bills. The state bills have copycat legislation in the federal government. The, the federal government legislation has, it all works together from the top down and the bottom up to close in on us. And so this is why I'm so, so adamant that people organize locally in your own community at as low as the school board level. Everyone needs to do this because that's the point of implementation. Their plans mean nothing if they can't implement them at your school. And yes. if you are breathing down the neck of your superintendent in your school board constantly, if you're attending and you're awake, they are not going to be able to get away with this. Right. And in some in some cases, it's just it's just educating them. And they're like, oh, we don't want to do this. In other cases, like New York, you got to fight like hell in order to, to get your hooks in them. But that I mean that's the point. This is happening again in in blue and red states. We come back, we're gonna talk about a red state, Montana. Okay. In this case, this young girl was seized from her parents. And at this point, she may be in Canada. Okay. So if you don't think it can happen in Texas and you don't think you can it can happen in West Virginia, think again. It can happen and they're coming for you. So we'll be back to finish off the show with our good friend, Melissa Blasek, right here on The Shannon Joy Show. New details tonight on the 1963 assassination of John Fitzgerald Kennedy. The alleged assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, was involved in a CIA operation three months before the assassination. This project was said to be a covert CIA operation that was developing a top-secret vaccine and or a biological weapon. What they're doing is they're trying to kill Castro. I'm just a patsy. In 1963, the world was a powder keg ready to explode. With the CIA holding a match to fuses on every continent. From Vietnam to Cuba, clandestine operations were being waged to preserve a fascist new world order, which emerged from the ashes of the Third Reich. Assassination teams within the CIA had their eyes on two sitting heads of state. Fidel, a few years earlier, had survived an agency-led coup d'etat. The other head of state, President John F. Kennedy, had scuttled that attempted overthrow and pledged to dismantle the agency, which was already planning his demise. U.S. soil was no longer sacred nor safe from the murderous reach of the CIA, which now reached ambitiously into the heartland of America and into the bayous of New Orleans. Not me, however, I'm a, a, a communist. A young girl found herself caught up in a clandestine covert operation to eliminate Fidel Castro. This wouldn't be a shot heard around the world, but rather a silent shot of super cancer-causing poison derived from a monkey simian virus called SV40. A team of fascists hell-bent on defeating communism, directed by the CIA, was formed in New Orleans. This den of vipers included the head of the National Cancer Society, the FBI's former head agent in mafia-controlled Chicago, and a paramilitary instructor who would bring in a double agent named Lee Harvey Oswald. 
This tale has everything from murder, espionage, a tragic love story, to bioweapons and the genesis of gain-of-function research. At the end of this, we'll have one dead doctor, multiple dead agents, and a dead president. I'm Shannon Joy. Stay tuned as I take you through the full story. Welcome back, everyone, to the Shannon Joy Show. Just uh, in the search bar and rumble, hit Shannon Joy and the kill shot. And the full story will come up. You can see the entire uh, hour-long documentary if you want to watch it. This story will blow your mind, okay? Gain of function, the medical industrial complex, everything that we're dealing with today, this was all going on in the 1960s and some of the most crude and disgusting types of gain of function research you can ever imagine. This story was insane. Melissa Blasek is with us today on the Shannon Joy Show. I hope that you will be a regular on this show, Melissa, from time to time to toss things around, right? You know, one of my missions kind of for the next year is I really want to, I'm sitting here, I go through the bills, I see what they're doing, but so much of this is ubiquitous to every state and they're is it necessarily a me in every state who is keeping track on this minute level? And I want people to be aware of these issues as they're creeping in so that they can work to oppose it. Absolutely. And I can tell you here in New York State, we have scuttled many, 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 many attempts. They've been trying to really put the screws to us in a lot of different ways. And we've been able to hold them off really for the past five years. Uh, it was 2000 and I believe 18 or 19 when they ripped away the religious exemption, which essentially made uh, vaccines mandatory for every single child that attends public, private, parochial schools in the United States of America. Uh, they subsequently harassed and threatened all medical doctors who were trying to give medical exemptions. So they've erased medical exemptions in New York. So they did that in 2018, but they haven't been able to do anything since. Like we've been able to stop everything. And so the work of Michael Kane, to, to your point, it's the local activism, taking you know groups and buses to Albany on a regular basis and doing all that work. It's so important. You're like, and, and that's what I love about you. And that's why I, I would like to have you in more often just to talk about the news of the day and just throw things back and forth and have a little bit of an unscripted conversation from time to time about the headlines and what's going on because you just uh, I just think that you are threading the needle perfectly so I want to just thank you for everything yeah, thank you and thank you for always highlighting these these issues that so many you know conservative talkers they just want to talk about federal politics all the time really that's not where a lot of the tyranny is the tyranny kind of slips in through the back door right. at your school board or your town council um and you certainly your state house so yeah I, I would absolutely love to be able to get on here and talk about all those issues oh it's great no it's the formula the con inc bizarro con formula is to grab a story grab a villain biden's white house nancy pelosi the democrats right, right. Right. Scare the shit out of you about something that's going on. The stupid liberal. Is usually so the- unimportant. Like, is Taylor Swift really that important, folks? Ta- <laughs> right. Exactly. 
Taylor Swift is a psyop, which I actually think she might be, but okay. But right, but we don't need to belabor this. Like, right? Like they right. they everything right. that they are pushing out to all of you who are consuming Tucker Carlson and Dan Bongino and Fox News and Bizarro Con and Con Inc., like all of it is designed to like gin you up, make you angry, but impotent. There's Correct. Nothing to do with that. Focus. If, if you would focus half of that energy on your state legislators, I have a secret for everyone because having been in and out of the legislature, um, most of them are pretty scared of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if you show up and you do the work, you make the phone calls, you send the emails, they're pretty scared of you. <laughs> Well, Con Inc., though, their mission is to distract you from your power, right? You're angry. You're impotent. The country is going to hell in a handbasket. You hate your Democrat neighbor. You're not having Thanksgiving dinner with your relatives anymore because you hate them because they're Democrats. And the only thing that you are looking forward to is an election that is probably rigged, which they tell you is rigged, every four years. So you put the sign in your yard. You are anxious and you have anxiety ridden and like you build up to this thing and then you lose. Even when we win, we lose, Right. Because they still push the left wing agendas. And all, yeah, nothing really changed. So let's talk about the, you know, these school health clinics as, a, as an example. They started in 2020 with a Republican president. So yeah, you, all, right. you all sit out there and you're all excited that Donald Trump could be president again. Well, I don't know. I, as I kept t asking people, is your life better than it was in 2016 before Donald Trump became president? Because mine isn't. Mm -hmm. No. I mean. I spend more time at the state house, but I don't, I don't know if that's well, good Some people think so because Dan Bongino told them over and over and over, your life is better. Your life is better. Look at the economy. Who cares about inflation? Who cares about the spending? Who cares right. about it? Right? It's, it, is, it is the power of suggestion that everything is, you know, and it's very kind of, it's it's incredibly bizarre. But to your point, let's go to this final story because this this completely illustrates what you just said uh, about about the, the red state, the uniparty. Right. Uh, the, you know, or the unibrow is which I what I call them. This is from my this is from um, Redux, which is a great website, by the way. It's kind of like a feminist. They focus on women's issues, but they're radically liberty oriented and conservative ish. Okay, it's Redux. Here's the exclusive Montana, and this is a very they this is a very detailed accounting of what happened here. But a Montana family loses custody of their teenage daughter after expressing opposition to her gender transition. A family, okay, in Glasgow, Montana, is accusing the state's Child Protective Services of kidnapping their teenage daughter after the, after the girl began to identify as tra a transgender boy. Krista and Todd Colstead spoke to Redux, Redux about their ordeal, revealing the child had been removed from their care and was now being sent to Canada. Krista, the child's stepmother, explains how the nightmare began in August of 2023 after they received a call from their 14-year-old daughter um, and uh, from the school that their 14-year-old daughter, Jennifer, had expressed suicidal ideation while at school. There you go. The school gets their hooks in the kids. Then they get their hooks in the family. Then this leads, this snowballs into she is removed and being sent to Canada. Now, I'm going to get your thoughts on this in a minute, but here is the kicker, okay? For those of you who don't think this is going to happen in a red state, okay? Montana is a red state. In the Montana House, the GOP Republicans outnumber Democrats 68 to 32. In the Montana Senate, the GOP Republicans outnumber the Democrats 
34 to 16. There is a Republican governor in the state of Montana, Greg Gianforte, okay? They have the trifecta of power in Montana. So how does this happen? How does this state agency go in and seize a child from a parent threatening parental rights? This is supposed to be our issue, right? Right. They're supposed to be good on this stuff. So I think it's actually a little bit worse than that. So that's where the sort of the trans thing started was the suicide ideation. She, I guess she claimed at some point that she had ingested something to try to commit suicide. This was at home. They brought her to the hospital. So the yeah. hospital was actually a big part of this, this, this story. Um, so a hospital in Montana. Wait, wait, let me pause you for a moment, though. Yeah. You're right. CFS, the Mon Montana Child and Family Services, here we go again, right. visited the home. Parents let them in. Yep. And they interviewed the girl one on one by themselves. So they gave this the CPS access to their daughter their daughter. Again, never do that anyway. So then that brings the hospital in. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. You're so right. she gets brought to the hospital. It's kind of it sounds a little bit like maybe like an intention seeking thing because she actually had not ingested anything. But the hospital starts calling her by a male name. They start, you know, using male pronouns. Um and Ultimately, she was actually moved to Wyoming. And why was she moved to Wyoming? She was moved to Wyoming, to Wyoming also a red state, because Montana actually had passed um, some law against doing any like hormone therapies or surgeries for underage. Um, they, the state of Montana brought her to Wyoming to receive those treatments. Oh, um, I've heard mixed reports about whether she's actually going to Canada or not. Apparently, so she lives full time. Her her father and stepmother have full custody of her. Um, her mother though is in Canada, so mm. like maybe she's going to Canada to be with the mother. I don't know. I've heard different reports about that, but they literally moved her from one state to the one red state to another red state so that she could be trans. I would I would die. I would right. as a parent as a parent. You see your kid go down this rabbit hole and into this spiral. Right. And then you are, you know, you're just in the clutches of these systems. We have, we have CPS, we have the public school, we have the hospital system. Now we have two states involved. Right. So to me, that's the biggest issue. So I mean, I don't know. Red listen, states. I, I don't know the we don't know the full story here. The 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 uh you know, Montana CPS claims that her being trans or not being able to be trans has nothing to do with why they removed her from the home. I don't know, but that is crazy that a state would move a child to another state to get around their own state law. That's that's absolutely insane. It, and it both is, yeah. are red states. And both are red states. So, you know, these are just three examples of, of what has happened in the past week, <laughs> what has been reported in the past week. And I can tell you, Melissa, I've been working on and reporting on family court, CPS, medical kidnap that happens within the child protective system, um, you know, for many, many, many years. It's a big problem. It really, really is. Do we have a couple of minutes? Because I have I have a story about um, that. So um, there, one of our board members on Rebuild uh, NH, he is a current state representative. He's a featured story in, in Daniel Horowitz and Steve Dace's uh, book, uh, The Rise of the Fourth Reich. Mm -hmm. um, during COVID, you know, he had gotten ivermectin for his whole family in case they got COVID. And um, he gave them all ivermectin. They all got over COVID pretty easily, pretty quickly. A um, couple weeks goes by, the kid, um, his his teenage son, uh, who I think was 13 or 14 at the time, 
he said he ingested too much Tylenol. Um, and so they brought him to the hospital um, and they did not find any evidence of that. But the next day he brings the kid to the family doctor to be like, he's just been acting strange. He's not himself. Ultimately, they found out he had all sorts of blood sugar issues. It was yeah. all from that. But of course, they asked what kind of medications has he been taking? And he told tells the nurse practitioner that a couple weeks ago for like a week, he took ivermectin and she didn't say anything in the moment. CPS ends up on their door with uh, an ambulance to take the child. Um, they, the child was not home, thank goodness, at the time um, because she was claiming now that the, the nurse practitioner, that it was a medical emergency. That's why an ambulance showed up at their house. Didn't say anything in the moment, oh, but an ambulance. Yeah. Okay. Right. Then, if it were really a medical emergency, she would have right. said right then, this right. is a big deal. Let's Correct. get your son. Let's admit him. But no, Correct. she sits on. Oh, my gosh. Then a TikTok video came out of a woman sitting in a local hospital ER hearing that the workers at this ER talk about how if this child or this father comes in, they have to turn them over to services. And oh, did you know that that father, he's one of those gun nuts. Because of course oh, they Googled my. him, they found, you know, he's very politically active. He runs a two-way organization. And yeah. Unbelievable. This Unbelievable. Went on a couple of years. Uh the, the court case went on for, for so long. It was absolutely insane. Um, the child never was removed from the home and they were eventually cleared of all charges, but um it, it was it was wild. No, th this can be weaponized very quickly and also used to suppress dissent. Mm -hmm. Again, they get they grab your kids in the school, they get their hooks in the kids, then they get the, their hooks in parents. In fact, one of the main reasons that parents are not active locally at school board meetings or in uh, you know in their their local um, school ad administrative bodies is because their kids are in the system. They have their kids all day. And so parents don't want to ruffle any feathers. Yeah, they they do. don't want to look combative. They don't want to end up on an FBI watch list. And so the school essentially can silence and mute parents or parent objection and control their behavior through the seizure of the kid. And I, I can tell a story too, Melissa. During COVID-19, I had a radio program and was speaking out. When I say I was raging against lockdowns, I was raging against lockdowns, okay, against this, the health commissioner, the sheriff, you name it, anyone in charge in my community at that time. I was naming names. I was taking scalps. I was organizing, activating. We were protesting. I mean, it was because, you know, I, I just, from the very beginning, wouldn't wear a mask. So I became very notorious in my community, very well known in my community. And uh, the local health department began targeting my daughter's private school and uh, showing up, sending agents to the private school, trying to get in, um, you know, talking to parents within her school because they were one of the only schools that was open. And long story short, uh, the health commissioner who I had been, when I say naming names, like continually for three or four or five months six months, seven months, um, you know, eventually issued a quarantine order, obviously, for my daughter, uh, came to the house, you know, the letter came and they were going to put her in quarantine. And uh, I ended up, you know, calling him out on air on a Friday night and really embarrassing him. And I won't go into how we did that, but we did. Uh, literally less than 12 hours later, the next morning on a Saturday, 10 a.m. in the morning, 
who shows up on my front door, two agents, two health agents from the county and two armed police officers, one from the sheriff's department and one from the local police department banging on my door, terrifying my daughter and my son. I wasn't even there. My husband was there. He went out. But uh, it was clearly an act of intimidation. But the point being, and we sent them away, right? But the point being, they, they will use this stuff to suppress dissent and to scare people. And luckily, uh, I had fantastic pro bono lawyers and they didn't intimidate me at all. And they were they took really, really good care of me. But like, and we sued There them. is nothing more scary than thinking that your children are going to be taken away from you, right? There's nothing more terrifying than that. Well, and that's when I tell you that my heart sunk into my stomach at that moment, because at that moment, it became very clear to me, all, all they have to do is go to a judge. They can go to a corrupt judge, family court. They can say this or that. They can get CPS here. And all of a sudden, I mean, it was the most terrifying thing that has ever happened to me. I decided rather than hiding to go out even further on a limb. So I got, I lawyered up and was super loud about it, went on the air the next day. How dare you do this? We sued them. Like I didn't, you know, because I was, because I was afraid though. People yeah. are like, oh, you're so courageous. No, I did that because they so frightened me yeah. um, because it, it, it made me, and, and what they wanted to do was to shut me up. Yeah. But that's why people like their knee jerk is to want to like retreat in and, and hide. Um, for me, being out on a limb, super public has always been much safer for me. And it wasn't in, in that moment, but yeah, it happens. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. No, um, this is definitely part of the, you know, the larger agenda of the takeover of the family, the destruction of the family, uh, creating government dependence, cradle to grave. Yeah. Well, I think the lesson of the story, Melissa Blazek, and find her on Twitter, guys. Her handle is at Melissa Blazek NH on Twitter. Her organization is Rebuild New Hampshire. You can find them online, rebuildnh.com, or follow them on all the social medias at rebuildnh. I think the lesson here, Melissa, is every big, nasty, scary, global or federal plan that all of the big talkers on the right want to talk about all the time, right? They want to scare the, your pants off uh, on these things. But every single one of those plans is worthless, meaningless, pointless un if it cannot be implemented locally. Yeah. So for us to find our power, the global plans implemented locally, you kill it locally. That's mm -hmm. where you do it. You do not let them implement it in your local community. And if a few counties did it across the country, Melissa, I think the whole country would change. What do you think? I completely agree. And it's all about organizing, get your people together, get your group and then mobilize them. If you're in New Hampshire, you should be calling Dan Innes's office and letting him know to withdraw his support from SB 343. SB 343. And uh, yeah, that's the school clinics, the acceptance of the, uh, the federal grants. It, for this, it, yeah. Yes, it's, it's the bill that, that rubber stamps the idea of school health clinics um, uh, and, and creates legal framework for them. Yeah. 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 They've been getting away with this for years. They've been getting away with this for decades. When will we finally wake up and realize that our power is in our communities?
And Melissa, I hope that we can have you on again. I'd love to do a show with you on uh, community organizing. Yeah, I would let's love do it. To, yeah, to get, you know, introduce everyone to the strategies and the tactics and what you do in New Hampshire. Uh, I think that we are All going to. Stories. It'll be so fun. <laughs> okay, I love it. I love it. All right, guys, Melissa Blazik. Her, her handle on Twitter is at Melissa Blazik NH on Twitter and make sure that you follow her. Thanks girls so much. Take care and keep up the great work. All righty. And thank all of you for being with us today on the Shannon Joy Show. CJP Rumble. I'm looking at the live chat right now. Please come back, Melissa. Awesome. 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 Yeah, she's great. She gets it. She gets it. And so I want to learn more from her. She's been in the belly of the beast, fighting things from a local level. And guys, that's where it's at. You know, how long are we going to uh, stay on this Mario, the, this merry-go-round of of putting our faith and hope and trust in conservative talkers and Republicans and crossing our fingers and hoping first that they win the election. If they win the election, hoping that they don't stab us in the back, which they always do, rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat and rinse and repeat over and over. It's Charlie Brown and Lucy in the football. It is Groundhog Day political hell. And the question is, when will conservatives wake up and realize that the Republican Party is an opposition party, that MAGA is controlled opposition, and that conservative Inc. is running cover for MAGA. They're running cover for all of it. We've got to emancipate ourselves. Hopefully, it's not just this program that you have found. Go find those independents. Daniel Horowitz, Steve Dace, The Epic Times, Vigilant Fox on Twitter, Chief Nerd on Twitter, Substack has uh, great reporting uh, from, from experts all over the country. You have people like Dr. Peter McCullough. You have Daily Clout, Naomi Wolf. You have Highwire. And I Can Decide, the organization that supports Aaron Siri in his efforts. There are so many examples of great independent. John Burke, right here on Rumble, is you know an independent. All of the organizations and entities that got behind Ron DeSantis and, and you know tried to push him into this candidacy, people like Christina Pusha on Twitter, she's fantastic, Justin Hart. You have Robert Salvador, who's been on this program multiple times. You have all of that organization. I'm going to make a list. CJP Rumble says, make a list. We'll call it Shannon's List. We'll put it on my brand new website and uh, I'll be checking it. See? The list will never be static because sometimes there are good organizations, but then they get gobbled up. The money comes in or they get pressured or something happens. Then you got to take them off the list. But yeah, there are fantastic independent organizations. Jordan Shaktel is fantastic. Pedro Gonzalez on Twitter is fantastic. I know that I'm going to be leaving people out, but listen, you can get information outside of Khan Inc., Bizarro Khan, and Fox News. And that's what more and more people have to do. And I'm not just saying this for me. I want you to test everything I'm saying up against other really smart people. I don't want you guys just to come here in a vacuum and, and you know take everything that I tell you and not take it with a grain of salt. People get things wrong. So we have to be strengthening and sharpening each other. That's why I wanted to bring Melissa in. Tomorrow, I'm bringing in my very good friend, Dr. Clayton Baker, who is uh, a, a writer over at Brownstone Institute. Oh, how can I forget Brownstone Institute? Unbelievable organization. That's Jeffrey Tucker. Everyone over there, some of the best, most ethical, just good people at Brownstone. They're amazing. 
FLCCC, Pierre Corey and his organization. They are absolute rock stars. I could go on and on and on. It's all out there if you want to take it, if you want the truth, if you want to be anesthetized and titillated every day by Con Inc. and your favorite big talker, well then fine. Treat this as entertainment. Sit in your Barca lounger and do nothing. Be impotent. And you know, it's a crapshoot whether or not you're going to be happy or sad on November 3rd, 2024. You have no franchise. You have no power in that, but go for it if that's what you want to do. If you guys want the truth, if you want to protect your family, if you want to get involved and be empowered in your own community, then come here every day, help this show grow, support this show and the people around us because we can take our country back. We're seeing it happen in, in Europe right now. It is organization. It is the turning out of the truckers and the big riggers and the farmers across Europe right now. Spain is now joining the protests. They are raging against the Great Reset. Do not let it be implemented locally. And that's when we'll start winning. And we will start winning. I promise you, but not with Donald Trump, okay? And no, I'm not obsessed with Donald Trump. Shannon, you have Trump derangement syndrome, TDS. I get that all the time. And uh, I really don't. I sleep like a baby with my shell shock from, or with my rack out from shell shock CBD. Um, no, I don't. I really don't think about Trump a whole lot, uh, but he does represent, I tweeted this out the other day, for whatever reason in this country, Donald Trump is the rock apparently that both the left and the, and the right will crush themselves against. For whatever reason, we have decided to crush ourselves against this guy with bad hair and a bad fake tan, who is a subpar businessman, but a really good actor and uh, a really good uh, marketer, right? And I don't know why this is this is the time that you know we live in, but no, I don't have Trump derangement syndrome. I just understand that until we break the mass formation psychosis around Trump on both the left and the right, and then find each other instead of being divided all the time. Until we do that, we're not going to get out of this pickle. Because once we do that, that's when, when people will say, all right, we're done with the razzle-dazzle and the circus sideshow and the bread and circuses and the fake fights, the WWE wrestling between the Ds and the Rs, all of the chaos and the confusion and the tumult that is just heaped on you every day by conservative media. And once people realize that there are no answers there, then they're going to hunker down and then they'll pull back. And then they'll get involved, hopefully, I pray, at the local level. And then things will change. That is my hope. That's my dream. That's what I fight for every day. And uh, we are certainly going to continue to do that. So I want to thank all of you for supporting us today. Those of you on the live chat, you guys are amazing. And uh, yeah, Vendana says, kill it locally. CJ uh, CJP Rumble says, heck yeah, all of the above. You want the list. I'm going to make the list. We're going to do the list and uh, we're, we're going to have fun with it. So yeah, that'll be at theshannonjoy.com. Theshannonjoy.com, brand new from the bottom up website coming soon in the next four to six weeks. I think we're going to be able to launch it. In the meantime, if you want to support this independent show, remember, I have two advertisers and all of you, and hopefully the website at some point. Uh, this is how we keep the lights on over at the Shannon Joy Show. And so um, 
please support our sponsors here at the show, Shellshock CBD, of course, and Goat Soap. You can find their websites and the promo code in the comment section on the Rumble page and also in the live chat. Click on their websites, use those promo codes so they know that I sent you. And also, if you guys want to contribute directly to my independent company, Joy Media produces The Shannon Joy Show. I self-produce every single day. So there's no influence behind this show. It's just everything I think, very truthful and very genuine. You can go to theshannonjoy.com. Uh, theshannonjoy.com and set up a monthly contribution. You guys are amazing. I've been emailing back and forth. I try to email people who are contributing every month, but anything from $5 a month to $10 a month, it means so much to me. And it really helps me plan because I have a, a steady amount coming into the show. And so I can make investments into the show when I have a relative a relatively stable understanding of, of the amount of funds coming in. So those of you who set up those monthly contributions, thank you, thank you, thank you. And to those of you who do the one-time donations as well, you're just amazing. And uh, I should start uh, listing off and thanking people on air too, because I really just, I so appreciate all of you. So thank you so much for being with us today. And let's support Melissa and all her efforts over in New Hampshire. Supposed to be the free state and she's fighting like hell to keep it free. You can follow her on Twitter, as I mentioned, at Melissa Blossick NH. We will bring her back on for sure to hopefully train up as many of you as we possibly can to become community organizers and activators. Remember, that's what Barack Obama was. And people wonder why the left is so powerful in the country. Well, it's because they made the long march through the institutions based on lies, right? They organize locally. That's why they're so powerful. Okay, so if we want to fight back, we need to do the same. You can support her at rebuildnh.com as well. All right, guys, have a wonderful rest of the day. Tomorrow, we will be back with uh, Dr. Clayton Baker. He's hilarious, one of my favorites. We're going to have another kind of freestyle conversation about the medical news of the day. He has a great piece that just dropped at Brownstone Institute, and it's just been way too long. You guys are going to love Clayton Baker. In fact, he brought down the house at our, our Summit for Truth and Wellness two sessions ago. He's uh, he's fantastic. You're going to love him. So we'll be back tomorrow to do it all again right here on The Shannon Joy Show. Hey everyone, Shannon Joy for Connecta Mobile. So when I started my show 10 years ago, I would talk to my friends about privacy and the Fourth Amendment, and they would look at me like I had three heads. Now, fast forward to 2024, post-COVID, and everyone is talking about privacy. We are freaked out by AI, grossed out by government surveillance, and very aware that data is the new gold. Combine that with the new reality that your whole life and all of your data is on your phone and in the palm of your hands, making you a sitting duck for common hackers, corporate hustlers, or government spies. Are you going to let them get away with that? Well, I'm not. And that's why I use my Connecta mobile phone as the official business phone for Joy Media. That's because Connecta is the only phone company that specializes in security and privacy above all else. 
Call Connect to Mobile today and talk to a real person who lives in the United States about securing your devices and communications for as little as $35 a month. Their basic plan includes device encryption, encrypted text, and data, also a free phone. That's just the beginning. Call 941-246-2156 to talk to a representative. That's 941-246-2156. Or go to phone123.com slash joy today. That's phone123.com slash joy. Get securely connected today only with Connecta.